This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Had a chance to sit down with former Steelers and Bears running back Merrill Hodge for the first time since we both worked together going back, oh gosh, more than a decade ago at my previous network. And he's always animated. He always seeks to inspire. His career has seen multiple iterations from football player to broadcaster. He also got let go and laid off. Uh, And he's gone through so many different health challenges that he seeks to share those experiences so that others know they're not alone. And that's one of the things I love about Merrill. I think you'll enjoy our conversation. I asked him, how much has Radio Row and the Super Bowl changed since you were in the league and maybe even since you were in broadcasting? Okay, from, you know, I helped launch ESPN2. That's when I first started working at ESPN. And then in 21 years of being there, just this experience of Radio Row, the how enormous it has become, the platforms that exist right. now is just, it's somewhat, I, I don't think you could have comprehended that when I started 25 years ago. You know, I couldn't. But to be a part of that growth and that initiation process and, and grow with it, I think it's always exciting and interesting yeah. in, in this world. You played in the 80s. Yeah. Are you ever blown away by the exponential growth of this league to a place where it is year-round and people can't get enough? Well, I call myself a bridge player because I came in, like you said, I got drafted in 87, but I left in 94. I left as a, I became a free agent and that's why I went to Chicago to play. So I was a part of free agency. In 87, we went on strike. We went on strike. It ended up being, Gene Upson made this announcement. It was incorrect, but he made the announcement. We were unified on free agency. And no, we were not. We were fragmented on mm-hmm. free agency because free agency was only going to benefit a few people. What we really wanted to go on strike for, what the players voted for, but Gene Upshaw yet failed to acknowledge that because him and his posse chose a different route was that we were health care, benefit, and retirement. That helped everybody. And he chose to neglect that. And I've had this conversation with Gene Upshaw. And Gene Upshaw did do some good things. I'm not saying that. But our overall 87 strike was an absolute train wreck. You know, we didn't rectify that to some 20, 25 years later. Now, that being said, when I leave, I'm a free agent. Okay? So I know what free agency is like. I know how the game was starting to change and how it is today. You mm-hmm. know, that changed a lot of things with just a few players, which is true today. It only helps a few players. People only hear about those few players. Right. A lot of people are free agents. Okay, Only a few players get to change, and there's a certain level of money. Gene Upshawny's group came in and showed this pie chart one day about all of the increased salaries they had made for all the starting players. And I was sitting in the back. I said, Gene, do you have a graph, a graphic for all of the special teams players and backups that were going right down in the toilet? They were going south. Okay, they're going down. And I was like, you know, that's just, don't walk in this room and present one thing. Present it all. If you're going to be a leader of men and have integrity, present it all. 
and it is true still this day you know it only benefits a few we've done a bit of a better job with health care and retirement for players but it could have been done so much better it should have been so much better had we done it right and had better leadership at the beginning do you think not enough of the growth of the NFL and the revenue is either shared or it gets down to the, let's call the rank and file players, right. the majority of the league? Right. Well, listen, these, every player is responsible for having built this league to where it is today, okay? And for every one star player, there are five role players. So there are more role players than there are star players, and more role players have done more for this league as a whole than everybody, although everybody's a part of that. Now, I do think, you know, and I, I think in the last collective bargain agreement, they made an incremental jump for all of the players in their health care and retirement. That was advanced. Is it where it really clearly needs to be? There's a lot of things, which this shows. We don't have enough time in this show. This takes two hours to talk about <laughs> all of this. It still can improve based on the revenues that do exist and the things that could be done for the overall benefit of players who built this league and, and the value that in giving back. So. Merrill Hodges with us here on Radio Row. It's great to be in person with you. A former NFL running back, spent eight years in the league, broadcaster too, and now working in a different capacity, which we'll talk about. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. You're talking about the kind of negotiations or the balance, I guess, between the league and the players. One of the big debates the last year has been about running backs and being devalued. Derrick Henry's a free agent now, but very often we see the league cycle through. Mark Ingram was here yesterday, and he blasted the league for the way that it treats running backs what's your perspective who blasted him mark ingram mark ingram well okay well somebody says devalued they will have to explain that to me so you're devalued at nine million dollars a year you're devalued at nine million i just want to make a clarity of what you're devalued at i know a lot of people like to be devalued at nine million dollars mark ingrams of the world clearly don't understand the business even though he's been in the business if he had his own business and he had to invest and do the proper investment what's best for the team and how you need to go about it from a structure of money, you're not going to invest $20 million into a running back once they get beyond, say, 8 to 10 years. Once you start to get in that, because you're probably going to get stuck with it. And I was coming from a guy who played running back for right. 22 years, okay, and I played in this league for nearly a decade as a starter. So I understand the business side of it. And the position itself, yes, it is the most physically challenging position in the game, period. There is no other position that is more challenging, especially if you touch the ball, okay? And I, there was time, first five years of my career, I led the team in rushing and receiving, so I touched it over well over 200 times again. I know what it feels like at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. I also know what it's like to be looking at being in the league for 10 years and how much is left in you, okay? So I can see that why nobody's going to invest some extraordinary amount of money like they are going to do a quarterback or even maybe a receiver, a perimeter player, if you will, based on the environment that we play in. So I, I completely get that. And so I don't know what everybody is going The league isn't going to all of a sudden go, teams aren't going to, forget the league, teams aren't going to go, you know what, you're right. We need to start paying you guys more and I need to eat it. They're not going to do that. It's a business, right. okay? But I still get, I'm just so... I just I, I don't know that how you get devalued at five million and seven million and eight million. I don't know how it's devalued, okay? Is it what everybody else? And then change positions, okay? Then change positions. You have that right. You yeah, have the opportunity sure. to do that. I just find it hard to go how you can be so devalued at even five million dollars. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how that's being devalued. It's actually been like this forever. And with the salary cap, go back to when we went on strike. Well, 
we wanted for agency, okay? Obviously, he, he needs to go back and check out the collective bargaining agreement and what players fought for, okay? Right. You asked for this. You asked for True. this. The league didn't ask for it. You asked for this. The NFL players asked for this. So you get what's coming your way. Unless they just don't want to take ownership and, and realize that is just the fundamental facts of this business and how it is how it's going to be, and that is not going to change. They can cry all they want. They can blast the league. They can blast teams. It ain't going to change. Nobody's going to bury $20 million in a player that's in his 10th year as a runner unless there's something uniquely gifted about that player. And when I think about that, the only guy I can even think about would be Walter Payton, okay, that would have that, that kind of value. And even that you have to consider, okay, his better time is over. And it's over. I, I can't put where I got him. I'm going to have to eat $10 million because I'm probably not going to get production out of him. Right. And or he might retire or can't really play. And I just, it's never going to change, you know. But A point of diminishing returns. Yeah. And at some point, they that the stats well, are clear that running backs reach that. Exactly. And no, I'm going to go back to we, because I have to say we, because I was a part of, even though I didn't vote for it, even though I didn't want to, I didn't want that. From a collective bargaining agreement, what we, what I thought was more important for us, you know, I remember Mike Webster made the, I'm a rookie, it's 87, it's the last meeting we're to have before going on a strike, and he stood up. Mike Webster had been in the league for about 15 years at that time, roughly 13, somewhere in that area, and he said, hey guys, listen, I'm not going to strike, but if you do, do it for health care, retirement, and benefits, benefits us all. Don't do it for free agency because it only benefits a few mm. of us. And when he walked out of my that's the smartest thing I've heard since I got here. But I'm a rookie. I've only been here a few months. And it is true today. So, you know, all of these things and the money. And listen, owners were making more money. And you still could have created that leverage of 49%. You know, you just have to play it to your players. Players wouldn't have had, say, leverage to go to another team. But that only is a few, a select few. And they're going to be your more than likely your elite players. And you got to pay them anyway because if you don't pay them, they take it. So it's going to go one way or the other, so you might as well pay your players. You know, so you were going to get that money, and the best players were going to get that money. You didn't need that. But we, we set that structure up back in then, back then, that now teams are going to have to look at this. Okay, how can I be my wisest with my money? Where is the money going to work the best for me? And I still go back to the, when I see what Derrick Henry make last year. Was it $9 million? What So McCaffrey made 16 Okay, 16 oh, Henry was around 12 I think. Right. Chubb was around 12 Right. Okay, so, you know, I could go back to those, how devalued that is. That is just terribly devalued. I, I know, I bet you I, I know about 99.99% of the United <laughs> States of America that would be devalued like that and would be That's loved true. to be devalued. You're right. I mean, just for one year. Yeah, for, right. for, Forget five-year run for or, or a nine-year run. You know, yeah. I just like, you know, just... And it just, the, the ignorance is, the ignorance is almost appalling that a player is that, that ignorant that they're going to say stuff like that. And they think for one second blasting somebody and saying something that the league or whoever is going to change because it ain't changing a thing. It'll never change it. You ask for it. Go back and look at the history. In 1987, we should have done some things differently then, okay? And we wouldn't be in this spot, but we're in that spot because a lot of things that were done there and teams now have to budget-wise and make sure financially they're not going to be exposed for making us a poor decision. I'll give it to Cleveland Browns. Okay? They, got, they did one of the most financially, structurally dumbest things you can do in the history of football by guaranteeing umpteen million dollars to a quarterback who, was, who had not played for two years. That means not just played for two years, 
had lost thousands and thousands of reps to become a better and better player and evolve as a player. He lost two years of seasoning. He has lost now almost four years mm, of seasoning. Great. You will probably never see him play at the level he played when he was at the Houston Texans. Okay, And they keep pushing money back and pushing money back. At some point, they're going to have to pay the piper. Yes. It's coming their way. You know, They elected to do that thinking that was going to bring you be your Super Bowl winner. And it's going to backfire on them. They're going to pay the price for that, you know. But they made that choice. That position you know, gives you a little better chance to have some longevity with it based on how it's, how it's played. But you would never do that to a running back. And players that just don't understand that is it's mind-boggling. Usually it's the position itself. Gotcha. Merrill Hodge with us on Radio Row. Before we talk about your new project, I ask you about the Steelers because that's the team mm -hmm. that you're most identified with. What should they do at quarterback? Well, I think, you know, I've been asked this several times and having – you know, really, I mean, been a part of that organization, studied that organization. You, like, you never know what's going to happen with Mason Rudolph. He's a free agent, so he may, he may be gone. If he does come back, I just think that there's a great environment there for great competition. What I think happened to Kenny Pickett, I don't like to see anybody get hurt, but there is no way they were going to bench Kenny Pickett, and Kenny Pickett was playing way too fast. His head was spinning. I'd never seen, I'd studied him in college. I'd seen him play in, in the National Football League. I'd never seen him playing that fast. His fundamentals were eroding. He was eroding as a quarterback. He was not evolving. So to remove him, I'm telling you, he probably killed Kenny Pickett, but I will guarantee you that at some point he will come back and say that was one of the best things that ever happened to him because now he could remove himself. He could slow down. He could learn, watch, absorb stuff. And then Mason Rudolph, to his credit, the one thing that stood out to me is how well he played, how poised he was in the pocket. His pocket presence was was ignored because he didn't really play like that in the times that he had played. He played a little faster, and having a guy hadn't played for two years, and yet developing that and having that composure there and functioning from processing, accuracy, and throws, and making big-time throws in big-time situations. You know, it wasn't like first and ten throws. I mean, it was like third and fives, you know, for first downs mm -hmm. and touchdowns. And I just think that there's enough there that warrants a competition because I think then you get, you're going to get the best quarterback. You're going to get the very best player, and especially if you do it fairly. You know, you give everybody this fair title, as, as fair as you can from making it apples to apples. And and I think they'll get they'll get a better they'll get the best quarterback and that will help the team. So uh, it'll be interesting if they if Mason does come back and, and somebody doesn't take him, but it'll all start with that. Right, right. Love the organization, the Rooney family, Mike Tomlin. There's Steelers no fans get so incensed, but yep. I think he's amazing. So I don't want to keep you too much longer. No, your story, your health journey has been well documented. You've spoken about surviving cancer and some of the other challenges. And uh, you look great, by the way. Well, thank uh, and you. And so I know you've got a new product that you want to share with us, a new partnership. You know, um, it's called Breather Fit. So breatherfit.com is where you can find out all the information. But I hope I spark a few things that might interest people to invest in their health. So I'll give you an example. I have open heart surgery. Chemotherapy that I went through, mm. I created a deficit, a, a bubble in my aorta, so I had to go be repaired. When I had to leave the hospital, I remember I had to come in, because this when this was presented to me, I'm like, wait a minute, I did this. I did this to leave the hospital. That your respiratory system is can be isolated and strengthened. I didn't know that. I thought you had to do cardio, some type of cardio to strengthen it. I thought, you know, if you're training the heart, then you're training everything, your respiratory system which is true, but I didn't realize they're separate. So you can train the respiratory system. So that's what I had to do to leave the hospital. I had to train my respiratory system to strengthen it, get all of the, um, my fluid out of my lungs, strengthen it so I could leave the hospital. So when they brought this to me, I was like, well, you know what? 
it made a lot of sense and I'm like I'm always into like what little things can you do better to improve your overall health so I'm gonna try it so I do try it and it's five you just it takes two times a, a day at, for five minutes you don't have to get into a gym you don't have to drive anywhere you could do it at your office table you could do it in the kitchen you could do it on the couch you know you got to have a certain posture you do it with but it doesn't take that long this also struck me after age 30, everybody starts to decline the respiratory and, and oxygen starts to decline as far as how much oxygen you're producing. One of the leading causes of like overall decay of body and brain health, too much sugar, inactivity, poor blood flow, and poor oxygen. Hmm. So one of the great ways to stimulate your respiratory system would be with this tool. So I do use it and I'm still doing cardio. So. Um, I could feel a little bit of the, the challenge of how it isolated my system. Well, I did this on accident, and then I tell them about it, and they're like, oh, my gosh, that I never thought of that. I go on a trip. I got to go to Pell Beach, Santa, Bay, uh, Santa Barbara, Arizona. I was gone for like 10, 12 days. I, I lifted. I stretched. I did all that, but I never did cardio. So I come home, so I had 14 days off. And so when I go back to my first day of cardio, I was going to do my intense cardio, which is my hardest day. And I'm like, I could watch my heart, because I, I, when I do cardio, I watch my heart. That tells me everything. And I could tell my heart had been off for two weeks. What I couldn't tell is I was breathing so easy. I could feel the difference. Like I, my, my breathing hadn't been wow. off. I know, I was like, oh my gosh. As accidentally, I've even verified it a little further. And so, listen, let's say you're doing nothing for your body. It would be a great way to start, just because it'll help oxygen in mm -hmm. your body. The better oxygen, the better you breathe, the easier you breathe. Here's gonna be the results. You're gonna be happier. You're gonna be healthier, and 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 you're gonna and you and, and it might help you live longer. Okay, that's the worst case scenario. Bottom that's, line. That's all you, that's all you <laughs> have. I mean, so just little things like this, and just to learn the difference between your respiratory system can be isolated and strengthened and trained, and that value of the oxygen that comes into your body will prove not just your overall health but your brain health is something I did not know, and I was like, holy cow! And then I've made it a part of my lifestyle now, and, and awesome. what I do. Breatherfit.com. Yes. I like it. Check it out. It's not hard either. Right. And maybe that will spark people that are not doing anything yes. to, you know, reinvest in their to health. To get started and, again. Yeah. And well, it's great to connect with you. Yeah, Thank you so much for your insight. Again. I hope Anytime. you're having fun. On Always. Your row. Is this still like a fraternity when you run into old, you know what? Yes. old players? So many, I mean, teammates. Yeah. And, and people that I've worked with, they've been, yep. you know, the paths across. I mean, that, that actually probably has been the most enjoyable thing about yeah. the whole, whole day. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for a couple My of minutes. My pleasure. Good seeing you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 